Good morning. How are we doing today? The vacations are almost over, but we still have three, four families on vacation, and we miss them. Let's pray that they will have a wonderful time and come back next week will be with us. Let's open our Bibles this morning to the first chapter of the first epistle to the Corinthians and chapter 3. And chapter 3. I want to read from verse 8, four verses this morning. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. But each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building, according to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder. I laid a foundation, and another is building upon it. But let each man be careful how he builds upon it. For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. May God bless his word. Our message is going to be centered on building a foundation, the right foundation. There's a song in the Bible, uh, in the Red Book. You don't have to look it up. And I like the first verse of this song. And it says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Most of you know it, but this is what the verse says and the Bible says, there is no other foundation that is laid that other than the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to discuss today about 20, 25 minutes together and look at what foundation are we building on? And if you ask yourself this question between you and yourself, said, what kind of foundation do I have? What would your answer be? Where do we stand? Do we stand on a solid rock? Or do I stand on the sands of this world? And you know in this world, some have superficial foundations. Church, we thank God we have a foundation. And this foundation, as we read, is the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let anyone change your mind about that. But some, as we look around us, have superficial foundations. 
Some have their foundations in family ties. There is nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong with that. Uh, the family ties. They build all their emotions, all their life on family ties. And how many times we get disappointed with families. Do you agree with me? Wonderful friends. Friends don't last forever. Permanent employment. And we know about permanent employment, what happened to it lately. Investments. And if you've been investing for the last three years, you know where investments go and what happens. Dreams. We dream dreams. And so many people build their lives on dreams. The dreams never come true. The whole emotion of people like that and their attention is centered in, on personal interests and profits. And ma many focus on building a legacy. And we see it nowadays. People big and people small, they want to make a name for themselves. They have found that their great disappointment is that nothing endures in our life. Nothing is permanent. What you've been building on might not be a permanent foundation. The only foundation that anyone can rely on is the foundation for eternal life. The foundation is Jesus Christ, the rock of all ages. Wealth, homes, properties, they're a blessing. Don't get me wrong. But don't put your heart on it. Don't make this your foundation. Because it one day might crumble and go. If you have the best looking castle in the world. By one. One. Five seconds. Twenty seconds. Thirty seconds. Forty seconds. An earthquake might take it away. We are vulnerable people. What is then the source? What should be the foundation of each and every person? In brief, all these things that we have in life, people put their hearts on their children. And how many times are to be disappointed? Children are a gift of God. Husbands are a gift of God. Wives are a gift of God. Families. But these could not be your priority. Your priority is to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And build your life on him. Please. The Bible teaches that those who place their trust in the vanities of this world will be disappointed. In Psalms 16.4, if you have your Bibles, I want, I want to read it to you. In, in Psalms 16.4, we read the following. The sorrows of those who have bartered for another God will be multiplied. 
Don't put your heart on anything outside God. Let him be first and foremost in your life. And then you can build on him. Some people feel it's church membership. How many times? I, I want to be a member of your church. Many people came to me. I want to be a member. I said, you're welcome. The doors are open. You're welcome anytime. But being a member in the church is not a sufficient foundation for a stable life. This is good, but only if Christ is the Savior. You can be a member and a saving Christ. Church membership has little meaning until one has repented of sin and believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's then you are a member of the church of God, universal church of God. To be a churchgoer, so many people think this is, I want to build on that. I want to get my family and kid, kids there. And attend every now and then we attend church. Did you hear what I said? Every now and then. If Jesus said every now and then I will be with you. We'll be the most miserable people in the world. <laughs> he said I will be with you all the time. And you know what? And we, we tell him I will attend your church most of the time. Or some of the time. Let me ask you. Are you building your life on that? What kind of building will you have? What kind of foundation are you laying for yourself, for your family, for your children, for your future? And how many times we hear the people say, yeah, good message, wonderful, able. Thank you. We appreciate that very much. And I don't see them for three months. And then they come back. I'm attending church. You know what? This is not the foundation you want to build on. You want to build on a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. A relationship that is permanent. A relationship that is not one day I have things to do and the other day. And when I have time, I will come and visit your church. Be careful uh, for that. And these are all together superficial foundations. Some come to compare. And some evaluate the crowd. So many people come and see, well, hey, let me look around. Some evaluate how many lawyers do we have, or doctors, or physicians, or businessmen. The Lord, when he went around to preach, he went to the what? When he went to recruit, who did he recruit? All the lawyers of Galilee's, right? And all the doctors of Galilee's, all of them, he said, I want to recruit you all and build a foundation that will not pass away. No, he went to the shepherds. He went to the uh, people, uh, fishermen. He went to people who were collecting taxes. He went to these people, changed their lives, and built a foundation on changed lives. Not members of a certain sect. Not at all. Someone said the church is not a gallery for the exhibition of eminent Christians. 
No, but a school for the education of imperfect ones, like you and me. A nursery, it says, for the care of the weak ones. A hospital for the healing of those who need special care. If it weren't a hospital, the church, okay, where would I be? Personally, where would I be? Thank you, Lord, for taking me into your hospital. May the Lord exercise our hearts to realize how firm our foundation is in Jesus Christ. And no matter how we do for Christ, it is but little compared for of what he did for us. So, with those people and this world around us who think that they are building a foundation, it is superficial, it will not hold. Lives built on superficial foundations are doomed in spite of appearances. Take that to the bank. They are doomed in spite of appearances. We see this illustrated in the closing words of chapter 7 of the book of the let, um, Gospel of Matthew, where it says, 7, 26, and 27, and everyone who hears these words of mine, Jesus is speaking, and does not act upon them, will be like a foolish man who built this house upon the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and burst against the house, and it fell, and great was its, its fall. On what kind of foundation are you building your life? It's not doctrine. Don't look for doctrine. And I'm not preaching doctrine, though doctrine is good. Don't look for doctrine. Theories. Or systems. But Jesus the carpenter. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus the humble. The one who came to visit. And to heal. And to seek those who are lost. You and me. So let us keep our eyes on him and not on any other. Many who built their lives on him found solace from sorrow, liberation from prison, and salvation from sin. And then when we see this, okay, Christians, let us look at the foundation we have in Jesus Christ. In Jesus, there's the greatest foundation, the only foundation. And there is no other foundation that can keep you safe from the storms of life. And let's look at the materials of uh, this proper foundation. This foundation is made of the rocks of sacrifice. In that foundation, there is the blood of Jesus Christ that was sacrificed for you and me to save me and to save you and to give us this life that we are enjoying now. Do you believe in that foundation? There is suffering. There's unselfish love that Jesus offers. On the cross of Calvary, he cared for you and for me. He never cared for himself. He cared for the whole world to save the whole world. That's why he went and died for us. His suffering and death 
we find the expression of divine love, the ultimate love, mercy and pardon. These are the materials that they were put in this foundation. And if you build your life on it, you will never go astray. You will never be disappointed. This kind of love, the love of Christ, the material, the true material that was put in the foundation that you are building on, it will never let go in the midst of any kind of a storm. It grows stronger and stronger in the face of adversity. The love of God is greater far than our imaginations, than what you can ever think of. It is the main material ingredient in the foundation that you stand on and you build your life on. A foundation that is not affected by cyclical changes, by nature, by anything under the sun. This foundation is anchored by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that saved you and saved me. So build on it and live happily ever after. This foundation is made solid even by the very person of God. By the very person of God. He is the basis. The Bible says, he who trusts in him will never be shaken. How many times we've seen people when they are hit with a certain situation, they are completely shaken. They lose control of themselves. They lose the clarity of their mind and give a, the littlest Christian who has the Lord Jesus as his Savior, and who's founded on the promises of God, he tells you, yeah, it's written, I know about this. This is not going to faze me. This is not going to affect me. He smiles. Many Christians today, when they hear about what's happening in the world today, they say, well, these are signs. You know what? The Bible spoke about those. Right? We say that. We pray for them, we pray for our neighbors, we pray for our government, we pray for our president, we pray for, our, for everyone and say, may the Lord give them wisdom to rule us and to lead us until the last trumpet sounds. We are not fearful because our life is built on the solid rock we stand. We don't go by what happens tomorrow. We don't go by horoscope, as you heard many times. We don't go by newspapers. We don't, know by the, we don't go by the news. Because we are, our feet are not standing on the sands of life. We are standing on the foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Rejoice, Christian. And live a life void from fear. Because fear is not a characteristic of God's love and children of love. A certain dinner in London, in a certain dinner in London, a, one of the well-known men, Dean Stanley, asked, I read this recently, who will dominate the future? They were worried. Who will dominate the future? 
An answer was given by the attendees, the ones who stick most closely to the facts. Another person, I don't know whether he was Christian or not, another person stood and said, the greatest fact in history is God. Don't tell me he's a myth. He is God. Stick to him. Depend on him. David shouted in Psalms verse 30, chapter 31 verse 3 said, For thou art my rock and my fortress. This is something I will build on. What kind of foundation do you have? And this foundation we find it in the word of God. This material, good material we have. And Ephesians 2.20 says, Ephesians 2.20 says, Having been built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. So many people think, hey, what is the cornerstone? I used to be fascinated by builders in, in the, the country I come from. And when they used to build, when I was, I wanted to look, why are they digging that deep? And then one day I asked, I, you know, a little kid, I said, why are they going that deep? They are going to build a building for six, seven, ten stories. Why that deep? He said, they go deep until I, they find the, a rock. And it will be the cornerstone of that building. That means in case of any earthquake, that building is sitting on the rock. And it will, it will stand still. I learned that. And that's a cornerstone. And who is our cornerstone? I didn't hear you. Amen. If Jesus is your cornerstone, you will never be shaken. It's not the news. The news are good today, and I'll smile. Well, then you, how about the news bad? Oh, it's bad. The, cloud, the, the sky is cloudy. Oh, it's bad omen. The sky is blue. Wonderful day. We're smiling. Let's smile during winter time and spring time and fall time and summer time because God is our creator and he directs everything. And if we are surrendered and know that our foundation on, his, on this cornerstone, we shall never be moved. We will sail through life until we reach the other shore. And no one will jump ship because we know we have a great Savior. This is the foundation. And how about some structures of our foundation? Let me give you a couple, then we'll end the meeting. The most important structure in our, salvation, and in our foundation is a personal relationship with God. Let me be clear. The most important structure is salvation. And it's personal. And if at a certain time in your life, you came before the Lord Jesus Christ and said, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Save me. I admit. I have disobeyed you. I did not follow you through. I lived a life of my own. But now I come to you. Please forgive me as a sinner. I accept you as my Savior.
that's all. We don't have a book to put your name in. In fact, the book we put your name in is going to be burned one day. The only book that is valid is the book that is in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. The book of the Lamb. If your name is there, no one can erase it under the sun. This is how, how sturdy is your foundation. I mean, this is one of the structures. It means more than to escape from torment. Being saved, it means more than anything. For a believer to be saved, listen to this. It means saved lives, joyous hearts, devoted service, resurrected hope, and believers adorn this structure with happy lives, healthy relationships, edified lives, humble lives, holy lives, and abundant lives. How would you like to live this life? What kind of foundation are we building on? The last structure that rests on this foundation is the church of God. Is the church of God. Jesus said, upon what? This rock. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Christ died for his bride, the church. We are not to take that lightly or neglected. Please, don't take the death of Jesus Christ for each and every... He didn't die for the building, 115 address here. No. He died for you and me. This is the church of God. The moment we leave this building, this becomes a building. Period. When people say, hey, they have rented a movie house and they are uh, uh, holding church there, I said, may God bless them. It is church because the church came to the movie house. When they leave, it's a movie house. When they, we leave, it's a building. It is alive with you and me. And that's the church of God. We are not to take what Jesus did for us, for you and for me, lightly or neglected. The church is the apple of Christ's eye, and no one can hurt it. Let us love it. Let us support it, each other, meaning. Let us be assured that though the gates of hell, hell might rise against it, but it will not prevail. Christians, the church is never a place, but always a people united together. For one cause, to bring glory to his name, period. It is never a fold, but a flock. From all walks of life, we come together to this building to worship him. And it will always be an assembly of believers getting together to thank God for what he's done in our lives. That's all. The church is we who pray. That's our foundation. And where we pray, is, that doesn't matter. It's the foundation, as long as the foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know it says, also in Philippians 2.20, that we are built 
on what? On the prophets and the apostles, and Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. I don't want to end the meeting before bringing that to you. This is an unchanging foundation as long as we are going to live on this earth, as long as this world lasts. Let me tell you one thing. Those people, those men and women of old who wrote the book that we have, this is the word of God. The prophets, the apostles, the word of God, the revelations that we have in it, the word of God has never, has never been out of date. It is always current. 5,000 years ago, it was current. 2,000 years ago, when the New Testament was written plus more, it is current. It tells you about things that are happening now. And guess what? It will be current 10,000 years from now. Because it speaks about things are, that are going to happen. Whether you believe it or not, they are going to happen. It's never, we never see that a body of people that's getting together needs some correction. The Bible does not need correction. The Bible is used for correction. The Bible is the authority of God to live by. It is the standard for living. And it is the foundation that we build our life on. Let me ask you a question. What are you building on? What kind of foundation? Are we building on men? I hope not. Are you building on dreams? I hope not. Are you building on things that you have in this world? I hope not. If you are to build, build on the materials of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He started it. He told you what kind of foundation he has put for you. And don't let the devil try to take you away from the fellowship and the personal relationship you have with the Lord Jesus Christ. Satan is busy nowadays. He's busy trying to deceive you about the foundation on which you build your life. Please, please build it on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure you are building on the rock of ages and nothing else. Remember, we have been honored with such a great foundation. Don't move. Don't let the world take you away. Don't look at people. Don't look at me. Look at the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one to keep you sturdy, to keep you going, to keep you strong as long as you are on this journey. And when the journey is over, and when you get there, and when you stand before him, and you see him, you would say, I wish I had more faith. I wish I did work more. I wish I obeyed more. I wish I loved you more. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Well, don't postpone that. Do it now. And say, Lord, I want to build my life on you, not on anything else. Let's bow our heads for prayers.
If there's someone here this morning, this afternoon rather, whose life is not built on the Lord Jesus Christ, in brief, ask him to come into your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Save me. Change me. I believe in your death on the cross. I believe that you shed your own blood to save me. And if there's someone who says, Adel, I want you to pray for me. I just want every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Lift up your hand and lower it, and I'll pray for you. Amen. May God bless you. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? Amen. May God bless you. Amen. Amen. This is, this is a change, should be a change in your life completely. The Lord wants to save you and change you. Build this life on him. The world is going to disappoint you. Anyone else? Before I pray, last call. Amen. Our Father, we are very thankful that you still speak to our hearts in these days. Help us, Lord, to know that there is no foundation that is stable in this life except the rock of ages, your only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Take charge of the lives of those who lifted up their hands, changed their lives, saved them, Lord. Encourage them. Have them start building and building on you. We pray that you bless each and every person, those who are still on vacation, those who are traveling, those who are ill. We uh, present them to you. And bring those who are on vacation back safely. Heal those who are ill and bring them to the church, Lord. And help us to live a life worthy of our calling. Bless each and every person here. And send us with, with, with your blessings. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. The meeting is over. Those who lifted up their hands, if you care. And I would ask you to come and talk to me. I'll be here sitting in the front. If you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer it. Thank you for coming. May God bless you. Have a nice afternoon and a happy